and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, geeks and nerds, fanboys and fanettes, fangirls, however you want to say it. <laughs> it is I, your favorite admin, C-Dub, Chris. And the lovely wife, Kitty. Yay! Yay! <coughs> I apologize. I know it's been almost a month and we're going into the end of the year, so we're going to try to give you guys some good content here. Um... In this episode, and possibly another episode if we can squeeze one in. We also have an unboxing to do, which would be the last unboxing of the year from DC, uh, from World Finest Collection. It yep, is yep, their yep. holiday box. Um, so be on the lookout for that uh, live stream video on Instagram and on Facebook when we do it. Coming sometime either into this week or the weekend. Yeah. Um, so, in case you haven't heard by now, it happened five days ago now, but you know, you never know. Uh, Disney, back on the 10th, Disney had their Investor Day. Oh, uh, boy, was and, it huge. <laughs> yeah, and Investor's Day is pretty much the day that Disney announces all their new ideas and properties that they're going to be getting uh, or putting into production. And, or is uh, in the works. Some of or, them had trailers. Yeah, some of them had trailers. So stuff that's already like in the works or going to be in the works soon or whatever the case may be. Um, and, man, did they deliver. <laughs> man. I will say that outside of the uh, DC fandom, this was definitely one of the most exciting things that has happened this year with yeah. digital releases and and all of that. Matter. Um, so, but before we get to all the Disney stuff uh, today, uh, Kitty and I watched the DC fandom Wonder Woman 1984 uh, world premiere event that they did digitally online that you could watch, uh, and it was amazing. 30 minutes of content, so it didn't take a huge chunk of your day, but they delivered in that 30 minutes. It it rushed by. It was like, oh my gosh, they gave you so much in that short amount yeah, of time. Yeah, like every, everybody was there. Pedro Pascal, Chris Pine. Um, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, Penny Jackson. Or, or sorry, not Penny Jackson. <laughs> um, Jenkins. Um, <laughs> and and um, Chris and Wig. I almost can't remember the lady that's playing Cheetah. We're all there, um, and it was really, really great to see them all there, you know, digitally, you know, virtually and all that and other stuff. Um, they showed Plus, us they had a bunch of fans there that were cosplaying and everything. Right, too. that were cosplaying. They had really great cosplays and special one woman guests. dress up. And, um, special get Linda Carter showed up. Yeah. You know, so the original Wonder Woman was there for us. So it was really, really great. I, I, I enjoyed it just like I did DC Fandom mm -hmm. uh, back in, like, August or whenever it happened. Um one March. of the uh, greatest things that me and C-Dub were talking about earlier is how they missed out on a really golden opportunity in doing uh, Wonder Woman the movie when Linda Carter appeared on screen. We're like, man, they really should have had her as Queen Hippolyta yeah. in the movie. I think it would have been like really amazing had Linda Carter been in the first Wonder Woman movie as Wonder Woman's mom, as the Queen of the Amazons. I mean, because... Let's just be real. She is the queen of the Amazons. If not for Linda Carter, we wouldn't have Gal Gadot, Gadot as Wonder Woman now. So it, and it, Gal, you know, gave her homage and pointed that out. She was, you know, they said that uh, back in the DC fandom back in the summertime when they did the con and stuff. Yep. So. So it was it was really great. Um. So Wonder Woman. It, it was interesting to learn. They they showed us a. a uh, not a clip so much as a, a trailer, and then they showed us uh, the opening of the movie at the end of DC Fandom. They ended it with showing you the the, tra the opening of the movie. Sequence, and it, yeah, yeah, opening sequence of the movie, and it and it looks just 
fucking amazing. I don't, you know, spectacular. You know, I was looking forward to seeing it in theaters, but I will be just as happy watching it at home on HBO Max. Some people say it doesn't deliver the same bit on the small screen, but I think it's going to be just as good of a movie. Especially being able to watch it here with the family and stuff. Um, comfort of the own home sort of deal. I could be in my PJs with my slippers on with a big old nice hot cup of uh, hot cocoa and right. Wonder Woman and just be happy. Um, it was interesting to learn that you know, the movie's going to be released internationally tomorrow on the 16th. Uh, and then here in the U.S., we're going to be getting it on in theaters Christmas. and in IMAX and also on the exact same day on Christmas. Uh, it also starts streaming on HBO Max at no extra charge to anybody who's a subscriber. Yeah. Uh, and that's also another thing that DC announced was that, or Warner Brothers announced, was that um, all their they're going to release all their films uh, for the next year that we're going to be coming out. They're going to be releasing the them. Right. They're going to be releasing them on... HBO Max and in theaters. Simultaneously. And you, simultaneously. And if you're subscribed to HBO Max, for the first month that the movie is on HBO Max, it is no extra charge to you to watch this brand new movie. Mm-hmm. So for you Dune fans out there, the new Dune movie is going to be released and it's going to be on HBO yes. Max. No worry about watch, having to go to the theaters to see it or anything. You can I don't have to be around all the Jeremy people. Exactly. So, it, you know, it, it's going to be really good. I think it's a good idea and a good way. I'm waiting on that COVID result that goes to the movie anyway. <laughs> right. You know, I think it's going to be a good uh, forward momentum as far as movies goes, releasing them in on HBO Max and then releasing them, and also releasing them on theaters at the same time. Or some, you know, whatever streaming service that uh, the network decides to partnership with and stuff. Right. Because I think, I think w- this is going to open a lot of doors yeah. for the future with uh, getting brand new movies and how we actually, as a society, will start, you know, viewing new films and stuff. Yeah. You know, because everybody saw the, the clusterfuck that was Mulan being released Durr. for an extra $30 when you're already paying for Disney Plus. Um, and I and I even said I wouldn't mind like an upcharge to watch a movie that was freshly coming out, but paying like you know the price to buy it brand new on Blu-ray or whatever to watch it one time, I you know right. And then even more so, at least for me, it was you know thirty dollars to watch it, and I'm already paying for Disney Plus. But then um, with if you waited a month like now on December fourth, it came from behind the paywall and just became a part of Disney Plus. Right. So it's like I think it was like two months after they released it. Or yeah, something but like either that. way, but still, oh yeah, yeah it just wasn't wait. that long. Yeah, like right now, I can start watching Mulan if I wanted to because, and it's not going to cost me any more than what Disney Plus already cost me. Um, speaking of the cost of Disney Plus, we can roll right into stuff. Right, it's um, going to increase by a dollar. Right, with the announcement of all the stuff that's going on, that's going to be coming out onto Disney Plus. Disney Plus also announced starting March of 2021 that. Um, Everything is going to be increased. So if you're getting Disney Plus month to month, you're paying six ninety nine. It'll go to seven ninety nine. Um, if you're doing the Bundle. year, yeah. uh, it goes from sixty nine ninety nine to seventy nine ninety nine. If you're doing the bundle um, with who with Hulu Hulu with ads, and then ESPN and Disney Plus, it's going to go from twelve ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine. But if you're doing the bundle. Um, with Hulu, with no ads, it's you're already paying eighteen ninety nine, and it's going to stay eighteen ninety nine. So that part, that's the only price that's not going to change. Right, because you're already paying the extra and everything. So right, and mind you, this does not take place until March of twenty twenty one. It also does not affect you until your next bill date. So if you don't have Disney Plus for a year and you want to get it for a year right now, 
you can get it right now for $69.99 and it'll stay $69.99 until, the until next time you your next time you get billed. And then it'll go up to $79.99, which is what we're thinking about doing. And go ahead and knock it out for a year. Um, and then we'll have it locked in at that. We don't have to worry but about I paying. But I think that with that, don't they, um, are they still going to honor that all the way up until March? Cause yeah. Because something about having, having to get it by the end of the month or something. No, they're still going to honor it. So, you know, oh, you've okay. got time. You so. just said you wanted to get it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because really, you know, it's going to be going up and all that so but to, to show you all the things and we'll be talking about each one of them as we talk about it as all the stuff that is going to be uh coming out um one of the first things one of the things that they announced is that uh the release date for black panther 2 is going to be july 8th 2022 so year and a half folks year and a half we'll get black panther 2 and they have said that they will not be replacing Could chadwick tell. boseman um so there's a lot of speculation about whether or not it's going to do like the comic books and Shiri, the sister is going to take over. Some people think that the character in the movie doesn't have enough growth yet for her to already take the mantle. Uh, so they think that, you know, there'll be the movie will be whatever the movie will be. And then Black Panther three will have her finally take over the mantle of being Black Panther. And then some people think that what they'll do is that they'll figure out some way to bring Killmonger back. And then once he comes back from the dead, he'll actually be like toned down. And then Killmonger, they'll use Michael Killmonger B. Jordan, and Killmonger will become new Black Panther. The new Black Panther, correct? Is what there is what other people are speculating Hopefully, about the situation. Yeah, fans getting what they want because everybody wants everybody Michael. loved everybody identified and loved Killmonger in the first movie. So that is where that is going. We we will not we don't know if that's where it's going, but that's what people are speculating that it's going. <laughs> um, so then. Uh, another thing is that, that Black Widow is still kind of... Uh, Black Widow's not coming out until 2021, it seems like now. Um, They've pushed it back. <laughs> yeah, and so with no Marvel movie coming out this year, this is actually the first year that there has not been a Marvel movie since 2009. 2008, I thought. Nope, 2009. Uh, Marvel Studios movie. Because uh, Marvel Studios got created after the first Iron Man. Gotcha. So there, there hasn't been. This will be the first year since 2009 that there is not a Marvel Studios movie, and then in 2021 they're going to break that drought with you know ten titles. They're going to be dropping movies left, <laughs> left and, and right. right. They're making up for it, guys. Don't worry. They're they're coming back with a big bang, <laughs> big big gigantic big gigantic bang that they're just coming back oh, with and gosh. just going all out there with it. Ha, ha, um, ha, they created their own universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the Marvel Cinematic U. So they debuted uh, a new trailer. Hmm? Uh, I, I just shouted Loki. Oh, uh, yeah. They debuted a trailer for Loki, which if you didn't know, it's going to be a TV series, not a movie. Um, but Tom is going to be replaying. Re, he's going to be. Re, blah, blah. He's going to be picking up the role. He will be playing Loki again. Uh, and it's going to take place um, from the alternate timeline from Avengers Endgame from when Loki yep. picked up the Cosmic Cube and, and then disappeared with it. That's where the Loki TV show is going to pick up from. And the TV show seems to be about absolutely nothing. Chaos. Like, <laughs> the trailer really doesn't tell you anything. You I, I will admit that. I watched the trailer twice and it, it, it told me nothing. Like Both times I watched it, I was still just like, I had so many questions <laughs> about what he's going to be doing in the show. Right, because it's just like... Wait, what? Yeah, like, so we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. No direction at we have all. No idea what's gonna happen. Um, they showed the new trailer for Wandavision, which Wandavision is going to be the tie-in 
for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, is it? Yeah. Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness is going to tie in with... Well, um, now I might have to actually watch the damn thing. Yeah, it's going to tie in with WandaVision, I'm not a Doctor WandaVision Strange fan. 2, and also the new Spider-Man movie all going to be, tie in, be linked together through that. They also gave a release date for Doctor Strange 2. March 25th, 2022. <gasps> Yay! So we actually have a release date for that. Um, I'm so excited for that one. They announced the third season that Mandalorian has, obviously, the Mandalorian has been renewed for a third season. Oh my god, um, who is surprised? <laughs> right, I don't know. Anyone who's watched it, who's like, I can't believe they did that. Like, I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. Like Mandalorian is. <laughs> Were like, they going to take the story now? Like, no, we <laughs> we're hooked. <laughs> yeah, Mandalorian has single-handedly saved the Star Trek, Star Wars universe. Um, I don't care what anybody says. John Favreau carried it over the goal line, and then picked up the ball and carried it back in another direction. Like it's ridiculously. Good. He held married that bitch. And if you what? haven't been watching the Mandalorian, I don't know what you're doing with your Disney Plus. But you need to be watching it because it's really. And good. if you don't have Disney Plus, get it just to watch the Mandalorian because it is an epic. Epic yeah. Show. Um, it is downside worth. though is that the next season won't come out until next this coming Friday is going to be the eighth episode of season two, and, and then there is no Mandalorian until Christmas of twenty twenty one, or at least December of twenty twenty one, or at least December of twenty twenty one. So right, but it was December last year when we had season one. Um, we got so. season two a little early, but season two is ending in December, so it's basically like a year, and so we'll we'll see what happens. And it's gonna be so sad. It's going to be so sad. It's going to be a long time without some Mandalorian. Um, um, I need Gargu in my life forever. Right. I love how I'm bouncing around. It's like Star Wars and Marvel because there was a lot of, they dropped a <laughs> lot of stuff for Marvel and for Star Wars and it's just like bouncing back and forth seems to be the I easiest I mean, it's way all to, under the Disney umbrella, so. Yeah, but I just, I just, I just, I like the tennis ball back and forth as opposed to just being like all Star Wars and then all Marvel. Like, <laughs> I just bounce back and forth. Um, yeah, we could like to cover all the bases so that y'all are not just like bored with like, oh, I don't like, I don't like this stuff. Like, also, that way you can't skip ahead because you might miss something. <laughs> <laughs> all the Marvel stuff you. isn't back to back, and all the Star Wars. Hey, stuff look, isn't I try to, to make it sound like it was about you, but really, it's about us. Right. <laughs> you got to listen to all of it. You got to listen to our voices for this entire hour. Oh, how pitiful! <laughs> um, so yeah, Black Widow's coming out. It's going to be a movie because a, a lot of stuff that they're dropping. You know, it seems like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going down to the small screen because so, they're not releasing as many movies this time around. So you know, Black Widow's a movie. Doctor Strange is a movie, but then Loki's a TV show, WandaVision's a TV show, um, Falcon, so, and, uh, Falcon and the Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier, which looks amazing. They dropped a new trailer for that, and it has a lot of uh, Iron Man 1 vibes to it, watching yes, the trailer. Like, there are a lot of Iron Man 1 vibes. It feels um, like a true successor for the, um, for the story. Yes. You know, like... Loki really didn't feel that way to me. Neither did WandaVision, but this feels like a true successor to the Avengers story. So, really, really does. Um, um, I loved actually seeing Falcon and Bucky kicking it around. It was, <laughs> it's, it's going to be kind of buddy copish. I feel, but it's going to be cool fun. With that. Um, Patty Jenkins dropped a little mini trailer of her own, <gasps> um, announcing that she will be directing a new Star Wars movie called Rogue Squadron. It looks like I mean, I I can just imagine how good it's going to be. Just yeah, cause. there was no there was no you know actual like footage or anything, but she made her own little trailer talking about how you know she's always been a fan. Her dad was a test pilot, and 
which I really think after hearing her story and well, hearing about her dad. Oh, I was going to do that too. Oh, okay, yeah. afterwards. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, go well, on. no, I, I was going. To, I was saying like let's finish out talking about this first, and then we can do the tangent about what we think would be her. Oh, happiness. okay, yeah. But well, what's also is good, other than the fact that Patty Jenkins will be doing Rogue Squadron, is that she is the first woman to direct a Star Wars movie ever, ever. So a really great director who's delivered us two amazing Wonder Woman movies is going to be the first female director delivering us yes! a Rogue Squadron movie, which is going to be great because I've always been a fan of Star Wars stories that don't rely on just the Jedis to get the story across. Which is why Mandalorian is awesome. Um, yes, which is why the Mandalorian is awesome. Um, and so it's great with, with Rogue Squadron. I wonder, I mean, it's going to be about Rogue Squadron, so I wonder if Mark Hamill is going to make an appearance at some point or whatever, depending on when Rogue Squadron happens because, you know, if you've seen the movie, spoiler alert, Luke Skywalker dies, um, so <laughs> um, we'll have to but see. But I kind of wonder if it's also going to be about Rogue Squadron before Luke joins. Like, Which would just be they, as interesting. Right, because, I mean, just like they did Rogue One, like, you know, before um, Episode 4, I kind of feel like this might be Rogue Squadron and what they were doing before Luke actually joins up with them. Possibly. I don't Possibly. know. I, that's my speculation. Like, that's just you know. Yeah, there's the, right. The only the only information they gave us about the movie was that Patty Jenkins is going Patty to Patty Jenkins is directing it. She's the first woman to and ever direct a Star Wars movie. That's she's all we got. Passionate about it because, like C. W. was saying, like her dad was a test pilot and everything, and he died. Um, Not doing, just a test pilot. He was actually a fighter pilot. Oh, he's a fighter pilot. He died what? in the war. That's right. Okay, yeah. He and he died in in the war. Um, on why he's deployed and stuff. So she's always been very passionate about, like airplanes and and going, going fast, fast and speed and everything like that and achieving that thrill and that excitement so her directing this is a big deal because she also loves star wars and has always been a huge star wars fan so she's get to mesh two of the things that she's very passionate about and the segue the thing that both me and c-dub thought of as soon as we heard her story was this is an epic origin story that sounds very familiar. Right, because, you know, if you don't know, Hal Jordan's dad was a test pilot who died while, you know, testing a fighter jet. Um, and he loved to go fast, and he took his, you know, after his father and ended up becoming a test pilot himself and eventually becoming Green Lantern and, you know, greatest Green Lantern and all that other stuff. Um, so, so it's like, I, I feel like Patty Jenkins would be the best person Ever! ever. <laughs> to actually do a justice, to do a Green Lantern movie justice, because she she loves going fast, she loves fighter pilots, so she's gonna do all those epic aspects she of it. Basically, is Hal Jordan <laughs> right? Like, so I think she would she she would do just amazing. I I am gonna campaign for that, like no like, tomorrow. Like yes. I'm, hashtags all hashtags Patty Jenkins Green Lantern. And um, let's start it right now. Hashtag Patty Jenkins Patty Green Lantern. Patty Jenkins Green Lantern. And we're yeah. going to start it. And everybody, please jump on board. Jump on board and use it. Yeah. Um, they announced the Fantastic Four movie. Yep. All we can do is hope. <laughs> that, like, legitimately, Third that's all I've got. I mean, Spider-Man. That's, <laughs> that's all I've got is that maybe this time something will come out. Something will be good about it. Because... Of the three, I only like the first one. And of the second one, I only like the Silver Surfer in the second one just because he looked good. But the story itself was crap. And we all know that the third one was crap. So, it just... Well, the third one tried to be the first again, so they tried to reboot it or whatever, but... Yeah, but then they did the whole black, you know, Johnny Storm and white Sue because they were adopted and all this other stuff. And it just... And Reed's powers were totally different. Or didn't work entirely. It was just... It was not a good movie. It was, I... 
completely skipped it. I heard about the catastrophe that was that movie, so I was just like, nope. I watched it because if you don't watch, you I can't was debate. on the nut Nope. I was on the nope train on that one. That's why I watched it, so you didn't have Well, to. you know, I want to watch like Deadpool 2 at some point, and we still haven't done that yet. <sighs> I've never seen Deadpool 2. I'm not a big Deadpool fan, people. <laughs> I know, that's not a very, that's, that's a controversial topic to not like Deadpool, but I don't. <laughs> so that's just how that you is. You also don't like the Joker. No, don't like him neither. So, I mean, there, there we go. Those are two controversial stories, which if you've ever talked to me about either one of them, you've heard my opinions about both. So I'm not even going to go into them. On this, that's you, a whole other episode. You also were not a Black Panther fan. <laughs> uh, the movie was okay. Chadwick did a great job, but I liked him better than other movies. The Black Panther movie itself wasn't that. It wasn't as great to me as everybody made it seem like it was. Everybody acted like it was the greatest movie ever because of not just because you know what I've gone into that too. I'm not gonna do it. We have other stuff. <laughs> we have so many other topics to talk about. I'm not gonna go. One of these days, we'll we'll do a whole episode of me and the things that I gripe about. In the comic book world. And I'll cover all that stuff then. But not this episode. We've got too many topics to talk about. So, um, back on the Star Wars front. If you watched Star Wars Clone Wars, then you know who the Bad, <gasps> bad Batch... Bad Batch. Right. You know who the Bad Batch is. And it was announced at Investor's Day that the Bad Batch is getting their own animated show. Yes. About it- them. We actually, not only did they announce it, but they had a trailer for it. That which was just like double epic. Ah! Um, we not only did we not know what was happening, but they showed us footage. Uh, and it was great because it shows that the Bad Batch is going to, it looks like it's going to be taking place during, before, slightly before and then after Order 66 is given. So you get to see what the Bad Batch had to go through being clones that didn't follow Order 66 and all the stuff that they had to get into, um, which just to me means is just going to be epic that they're, that they're doing that. They're taking that, yes. that step, that approach with those characters. Um, Everybody's always wondered, like, did their, would their chips have malfunctioned and stuff since they were, you know, mutated anyway? And so we kind of get our answer now, finally. We yeah. finally get a series about what happens to them during Order 66. Right. So, yay! Um, another trailer that was dropped, because it was already announced, but we finally got a good-looking trailer for it, is uh, Marvel's What If, coming summer of 2021. Um, if you don't this know what what ifs are, what ifs are stories that Marvel has been doing for years. It's uh, it's one of the things that gives Marvel it's a multiverse in the billions number because in the in the Marvel universe, uh, every what if is its own universe because each world is evolved differently and stuff has happened differently. Um, and they do really great stories. They did one. There's a what if where. Uh, what if these are the comic books, not necessarily what's going to happen in the show, but there's one in the comic books is like, what if Spider-Man became the Punisher? Uh, what if Doctor Strange didn't become the Sorcerer Supreme? What if Wolverine never joined the X-Men? You know, stories like that. Like these, those are what the what ifs usually are. And so what we've seen so far from the trailer is that we're going to see there's, there was a zombie Captain America in part of the trailer. Uh, one of the what if stories that they're really, really focusing on is... Uh, what if Peggy Carter became Captain America, or in this case, Captain Britain, because she's got because she was she's be got the British. British flag on her shield instead of the, the star like America. Um, and then there's also going to be the what if T'Challa became Star Lord. Yep. Um, which is going to be an interesting story. I uh, I think Chadwick Boseman did some recording before he died for that, so he it may be his voice as T'Challa in that episode, but I'm not sure. Um, so we're going to be getting stories like that during the what if. Which I think is going to be really interesting. Because what ifs are actual really good stories. Mm-hmm. And usually they're not fleshed out. You get this little quick snippet of one comic book story 
of this what if. Right. It's and like then you you're don't going about you don't put too much like thought beyond that in it because then you you'll drive yourself nuts uh, either trying to pick it apart or whatever. You just accept the story for what it is and just go about your business. Right. Um, one of the Star Wars things that was announced was a show that's going to be called Visions. And what Visions is going to be is going to be animated short films by Japanese creators from around the Star Wars universe. Yeah. So, and it's really cool looking because if it's the one I'm remembering, it kind of had like an anime-ish feel and everything. No, they didn't have a trailer for this. Oh, they did not have a trailer. Okay. Um, but if you're then wondering what it might be it. like, think of like the Animatrix. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Or Gotham Knights, where it's all these different directors and different animators and writers, each doing their own individual story, you know, kind of deal. Each like studio working on like a little short and then right. putting them all together or whatever. Exactly. Um, I think it's going to be really good, personally, but that's just... I think it's going to be cool. Like, um, I'm excited for it because I've never been disappointed by these collaboration projects like this. Yeah, that's very true. Um, Shang-Chi has been has wrapped. It is the next one of the next Marvel movies that's going to be coming out. They have wrapped filming on it, and it's a thing it's like in post-production or whatever. I know nothing about this one. Uh, it's basically... it's it, Shang-Chi is another martial artist in the Marvel Universe. I know there's not a whole lot of them, because most people think of martial arts, and they instantly think of Iron Fist. Um, and we all know that a lot of people were disappointed by the Iron Fist Netflix show. Um, so hopefully Shang-Chi will do a way better job at delivering us the mystic martial arts aspects from the Marvel Universe that people have, have gotten from the comic books. Because the Iron Fist comic book is actually really good, um, even if the show was not. So, you know, there's a chance... I just of, kept thinking of Luke Cage when I think Netflix Well, yeah, that's shows. one of the ones most people remember and know about. Yeah, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage are like that. Right. Um, so, hopefully Shang-Chi will be really good and not just like a really bad, high-budget, like, knockoff Bruce Lee. Right. Like, is what, that's all, I mean, that's really all you can hope for when it comes to that. Um, back on the Star Wars front, for all those who also, again, watched the Clone Wars and, and loved the story and loved the characters. Um, and if you've been watching The Mandalorian, you were hoping for this anyway. An Ahsoka TV show has been announced. Yes, a spinoff from The Mandalorian has been announced and is already been decided that... Um, Rosario Dawson. Yep, Rosario Dawson will be reprising, reprising her role. role. That's the word I was looking for earlier. Reprising her role. Reprising her role as, as Ahsoka. As Ahsoka from The Mandalorian. Yes. Because she did such an amazing job in that episode called The Jedi. She killed it if, as And again, if you haven't been watching, you, this is some of the stuff you've been missing out on. Uh, it was so freaking epic. Like... The, the white sabers and everything, like, it was just... But I will say this. It was very obvious that Rosario Dawson herself had not taken any actual sword training for the episode. Like, all the shots that they showed her that, like, were all up close and stuff, and then any fighting scenes was definitely doubles. So it's going to be interesting if they have to keep doing it that way, or is she actually going to be doing some sword training? I'd like to think that she will get some sword training for a full show. I would hope so. Um, like that she's actually going to be getting some formal training and be given the, you know, the awesomeness. The full on Jedi training kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of, another little awesome Easter egg uh, from that episode of The Mandalorian. In that episode, uh, Ahsoka ends up fighting uh, a character called the Magistrate. It's a female character and she has a, a staff made out of Beskar. Mm -hmm. An entire staff made out of Beskar, which if you know Mandalorian and Star Wars, you know what Beskar is, so no need to explain that. But 
the Easter egg is, is that the magistrate... For those of you that don't know, it's the hardest metal in the Star Wars universe. Right. Um, the magistrate in that episode was played by Bruce Lee's granddaughter. <gasps> yes. That's kind of really awesome. So that was Bruce Lee's granddaughter playing the magistrate in the episode of The Mandalorian called The Jedi. So if you haven't seen it or whatever, if you're behind by that far, go watch it. Watch Bruce Lee's granddaughter beat up on a Jedi. <laughs> it was she, really, really she, cool. She held her own for... <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the Miss Marvel TV show has is getting its cast together. Uh, there's, yep, there was some controversy there. There's still there's some controversy floating around it because, you know, Miss Marvel's Camilla Khan, she's a Muslim American, uh, so are her entire family, so is all, her most friends, of her, her friends. Her friends, uh, like her neighborhood and stuff that she lives in is right. mostly. And New Jersey is mostly Muslim. Uh, and there's some controversy floating around it that there have been some casting choices uh, for some non-Muslim characters to play Muslims. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there has been some controversy because of it. Not everybody is happy uh, with this choice, uh, some people also upset that one of the characters that one of the one of the male actors that has been cast in the show uh, to play a white character, so it's fine. But a lot of people are upset that he is a Trump supporter and he's been cast in the show, um, and so they're kind of upset about that. And so it's just like, well, you know, you can't really they can't fire people based on their political beliefs. You know, all they right. can do is you know hire a person to hope that their political beliefs don't like- get in the way of filming. Right, and you know, there's there's been more than just him. Like, there's um, a character, or there's an actress that is in the Mandalorian that is in that that's in the same position. Like, and she hasn't had a very huge role this right. season because of it. And a lot of people think it's because she is a Trump supporter. So they right. A lot of people speculate that's the case. Yeah. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting to play it out. Um, and like C-Dub said, you know, professionalism comes over anything else. So really it's going to be how does he conduct himself and everything. So, um, right. but the other one was her friend, I believe, was she was originally a Middle Eastern character who is now being cast as a white character or something. I do believe so. So it was something along those lines. And so um. that's kind of like what the hell because... Here we had, you know, an opportunity to have, you know, a character that would be represented as Middle Eastern and Muslim. And it was a, it was a chance for them to do a Middle Eastern or Muslim Crazy Rich Agents or Black Panther. Right. You know, to have all these Muslim characters in a show together. Uh, but we'll see how it all pans out. That's one of those things we can only wait and see again. Right, see because it, it still hasn't even hit production yet. They're still at casting and stuff. And right. so th- things could change. We don't know. Um Things are very fickle in Hollywood right now, so with enough outcry, they're going to probably recast. And right. we'll but see I mean, how we do know who's going to be playing the you know Camilla Khan on the show because she is also going to be introduced in Captain Marvel two. Ah, the, um, they've done a sizzle reel, so you can see that of her uh, for Captain Marvel two. But that's how they're going to introduce her is she's going to be in Captain Marvel two, and then that's how she rolls into being Miss Marvel um, to the TV show. Because if you know Camilla Khan is a huge Miss Marvel is a huge Captain Marvel fan, which is how she gets her name Miss Marvel. That's how she takes her name and becomes Miss Marvel. Um, also, you know uh, they would gave release date. Uh, Brie Larson again is coming back for Captain Marvel two. Monica Rambeau will be in it, so we will see the original Miss Marvel, you know Captain Marvel in the show or in the movie. And it's been re- the release date has been given for November eleventh, twenty twenty two. 
Um, and it's going to have Nikki Nia DaCosta as the director. And the reason that is a huge deal is because it's actually going to be an African-American woman directing Captain Marvel 2. Awesome. So Disney's making some strides here and there to push some diversity and get people of color in time. And, you know, doing some important things. Um, important. So that'll be, that'll be interesting to see how she does. Because it was a huge deal for her to be directing. I know that there was a lot of people who were wanting to see her, um, Carol Danvers' friend take up being Captain Marvel because in the comic book... Monica Rambeau. Yeah, Monica Rambeau. Because in the comic book, She Monica was Captain was Marvel before Carol, Carol Danvers. Danvers. Right. So it's kind of like a lot of people wanted to see that happen in Captain Marvel too. Um, and I mean, and whether or not it does, know. we you know let to be unseen. But you know, hopefully, fingers crossed. Right. I know that uh, Lee Brosson, Lee, uh, Brie Larson, Brie Larson. Thank you. I can't speak tonight. Um, had been pushing for Captain Marvel to actually come out as uh, gay and have a lesbian relationship. So, um, will that That's only in the porn parody. <laughs> <laughs> will that happen in the movies is left to be uh, determined, but I know that that's what, something that she was advocating for. TBD. <laughs> um, so then, on the Star Wars front... Star Wars. It was announced that Hayden Christensen will be coming back to reprise his role yes. as Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show. Obi-Wan is Obi-Wan's show is finally going forward and Hayden Christensen will be back as Vader and yes, Ewan McGregor Ewan uh, Obi-Wan will be back as Obi-Wan. Since I can't get his name out tonight for some reason. Ian McGregor? Yes. We'll be back as Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. For some reason, I couldn't get that out. Ian it's McGregor like reprising. will be back as Obi-Wan Kenobi, Kenobi with Hayden Christensen back as Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. And this is so epic because, one, it answered the questions of what the hell did he do between... Three and four. Right. Because that's when the movie's going to... The show's going to fall in between... Episode it's like, yeah, and four. we know that we know some of what he did, but right, we know Obi Wan retired to Tatooine to watch over Luke, but that couldn't have been all he did this entire time. Right, he, he had didn't no... just live in a hermit, like right. in a cave, <laughs> Tatooine his whole. How life. did he find out that Darth Vader killed Anakin Skywalker? Like he told Luke in Episode Four, right? He had to have come across him to find that out. So you only a master of evil, Darth. You know, um, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, short break in the back and forth. Hocus Pocus Two was announced. Uh, to be coming out on Disney Plus. Oh dear God! Uh, with the three original witches making guest appearances in the return, yes, they will be making guest appearances. I am, I am apprehensive about this, and the uh, reason why is because the movie Sarah Jessica Parker's face looks like a horse. Oh God! Don't. Mm. She was so hot back in the nineties. I don't know what the hell happened. Um, <laughs> she grew into her looks. Anyway, <laughs> um, hiyaka, 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 ah! Anyway, um, <laughs> the first movie was definitely a product of its time to me, and so to try to redo that today, I mean, we've seen that that flop so many times. Um, do not watch the new Animaniacs. And it is not. <laughs> it is definitely made for a new generation. It um, is because if you grew up watching it, you will not enjoy. 
No, you won't. The reboot. Cause. But however, our nine-year-old daughter laughed like she had, like she was trying to split her sides open or something. Like, yeah. So, you know, it's definitely made for the generation of now. Um, so I'm not really looking forward to this new Hocus Pocus yet. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how. I mean, I I haven't watched the original Hocus Pocus. I don't think I've ever actually watched a whole movie. So for me, it's kind of just like whatever. But I know there are other people who are like, oh, man, it's hollow, it's October. Time to watch Hocus Pocus 31 times. Like, there's some people that love that movie that much. So, you know, for them, this has got to be one of those great things. Oh, man, I'm getting to see my favorite characters come back into this show. And, you know, so we'll see I how. Know, I'm excited about that part because, I mean, it, I, I love it whenever they actually include the actors even if they don't like reprise the the role that they did before if they just give them like a cameo or like yeah freaking uh power rangers the very end of the movie you get to see uh, jason david frank and amy joe johnson yeah standing in the crowd which there. if you've seen the new power rangers movies and you didn't see that scene guess what you're gonna have to go back and rewatch <laughs> and try to find them because they're in there both of them right at the very end yep um so uh, there have been set photos and production has started and everything is rolling for the Hawkeye Disney Plus TV series and Kate Bishop and Jer- the actress who's going to be playing Kate Bishop. I can't remember her name right now, but and Jeremy Rayner, the character, the actor who played uh, Hawkeye in all the Avengers movies, um, have been seen on set in costume together. Um, so Kate Bishop is filming, you know, the Hawkeye show with Kate Bishop is filming and if you play the Marvel's Avengers Square Enix game on you December 8th, you now have access to Kate Bishop because she is also in the game uh, with Hawkeye making an appearance and all that. So there's double your fun. You can watch some, you can play that until we eventually get the Hawkeye TV series. I mean, it's sad that he didn't get a movie. A lot of people felt like Hawkeye and Black Widow should have been one movie together. Yeah, um, given their history and stuff like we could actually have done an entire movie just based on how they have that history together. How right. they met and became friends and stuff. Like, I would have watched it. Budapest. I actually would have watched that. Even if they weren't my favorite characters, I still would have watched it. Right. Um, wow, I think we actually got all the, the Star Wars stuff. Holy crap. I think we already got all the Star Wars stuff. So now from here point out, it's all just Marvel stuff. Oh boy. Dun, dun, dun. Let, me check, let me check my list because I actually <laughs> made a list, you guys. Um, He's making a list. He's checking it. Oh man, plus. we already covered that. So we can scratch off the Wonder Woman 1984 theater screening and streaming. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're down to. It's all, it's all just comic book Marvel stuff. Okay, so uh, the Eternals movie is is in the works, close to being done with production, I do believe. They relaunched the actual new comic book to go along with it. Um, it had like 41 different freaking uh, number one covers. Oh my god, that um, was ridiculous. <laughs> Alex Ross, Boss Logic, and Jen Partell are the three artists that we really, really love, and each one of them did a cover. Yeah. Uh, so, but there are there are 41 covers to Eternals number one, and so I guarantee you there's got to be at least one that you'll like, even if you don't want to read the rest <laughs> of the comic. The covers all do look really amazing. I posted them in the group the way back when, so you can search through and find them or look them up online or whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, there's definitely at least one cover everybody will probably like. Uh, and the movie, from what I hear, should be pretty good. Whether or not it's actually going to be pretty good, it's TBD. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I mean, that's every movie you ever see, but either way, um, you know, the Marvel fanboys are going to see the movie regardless and love yep. it regardless. So, um, I'm just hoping that it, you know, basically takes away from the catastrophe that was in game. Uh, yes, I said that. <laughs> yes, we know that that is a controversial. <laughs> we know that's a controversial. It's a controversial topic. topic. <laughs> oh no, we just lost eight listeners. <laughs> They'll be back. <laughs> Um, Christian Bale's character for Thor Love and Thunder was announced. He will be playing Gore, the God Butcher. Which just sounds so weird. Um, uh, but it's going to be Gore, the God Butcher, had his own story arc and everything. A lot of people are hoping that he does not get just killed off and tossed to the side because he is a really great character. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've never read it or if you don't know who he is, then I, I'd highly suggest you look it up. Uh, and find some trade papers of the story to read because he actually was a really good character in the Thor comics. Um, and it will be really good to see him actually done justice. Uh, I like Christian Bale as an actor, no matter what people say about him being Batman. He's amazing. Um, so I think he's going to be really great as the, as Gore, the, the God Butcher, and we'll, we'll just have to wait and see how it all pans out for, as far as the rest of the Thor movie goes. Because, you know, Thor movies are hit or miss with a lot of people. A lot of people thought the first one was okay some of them thought it was amazing everybody pretty much agrees that the second one wasn't that great um and some people it. the second one was the one with the dark eyes. i know oh, i know okay. what it is I, I don't remember it um we can watch it. it's on disney plus guaranteed um <laughs> and then some people are in the air again about the third one so it's really a back and forth kind of thing it was awesome it was I, the best I, one. right i liked ragnarok but it was the best it was back and forth it was the best um on a side note only because it, it, it's in my head every time, like when I hear uh, the Gore God of Thunder. I, having never read the comic books, the only thing I keep picturing is this dude needs to look like uh, the freaking character from God of War. <laughs> Kratos. Kratos, yes. Yeah. Because that's all I can picture because I've never actually seen this character and stuff. Right. So this is going to be a new adventure for me. I get to learn about a new character, which means I'm going to go start hearing or reading stories one or the other right i'll probably just keep c-dub all night telling me the whole thing because i love doing that um they're going to be doing some shorts uh some i am grouped shorts groups getting a bunch of little shorts on disney plus the new little uh the new little guy that gets into all the trouble well they're not saying whether not they haven't said whether or not it's going to be like baby Groot, or they just, they're just called I am Groot. They're gonna be short. That's all they've really said so far. So I don't teenage know. Teenage Groot would be fun, right? I don't know if it's gonna be teenage Groot, adult Groot, baby Groot, whatever. It's just, but we do know Groot's gonna be in it. <laughs> That's pretty much all we got. Um, but along the lines of Groot, James Gunn will be coming back to work on the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming to Disney Plus in 2022. Are they going to finally greenlight three? Three has been greenlit. Oh. As soon as he gets done with uh, Suicide Squad, James Gunn will be working on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Fantastic! Yep. I missed that news. All right. Disney finally decided to... Yeah, they, they brought him... They let him come back. Finally. I mean, I, I Thank mean, you, fans, for speaking right, up on For that speaking one. up on that one, because I know there was a whole lot of in-the-air controversy about whether or not he was going to be able to come back. And, and Guardians is one of the ones that I like in the Marvel Even if the second game. one made no sense and was kind of useless. Um, it was still fun to watch. Yeah, fun to watch. 
continuity wise, could have done with that. Continuity wise, it was just. <laughs> Continuity wise, it, it was a filler episode. Continuity wise, it should have been Guardians three and two should have tied. That way, it didn't matter because it'd be after Endgame and everything, so it wouldn't matter that it didn't connect to the rest of it. It was the filler episode. Yeah, definitely the filler episode. It was the filler episode. <laughs> um, but sometimes it's the best. So Disney announced um, a good little bit of original series. A lot of them. Um, they announced uh, Don Cheadle will be coming back as War Machine. Uh, in a in a Disney Plus show called Armor Wars, which if you don't know, the, the Armor Wars is a story that happened in the comic books um, when basically Tony's plans on how to build Iron Man armor get leaked. Uh-oh. And so all these villains make their They're own version. The web. <laughs> right, all these villains make their own versions of the Iron Man armor, and Tony goes on this whole quest to basically get all his armor back. The only thing I was thinking is I that mean, they're going to... Didn't they kind of hint at something like that happening in the second Iron Man movie when all the other countries were like trying to make their own Iron yeah, Man suits? Yeah, but now like it's going to be even more so. Um, but th- I, I think they're just going to switch out Don Cheadle for Robert Downey Jr. since Tony Stark is dead. Um, so Don Cheadle will be playing War Machine, James Rhodes, and taking on the Armor Wars to get all the armor, you know, to shut down everybody who's making these black market Iron Man armors. Okay. Um, on top of that, they've also announced that Ironheart is going to be getting her own series. Yep, they did, yeah. Riri Williams will be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Go a show Riri. titled after her, Ironheart. Um, Samuel L. Jackson will be back as Nick Fury in a Disney Plus show called uh, Secret Invasion. An actual Nick Fury show. And I'm going to watch the hell out of that just because Well, Nick it's, Fury it's not necessarily fun. a Nick Fury show. Secret Invasion was a story arc that happened across the Marvel Universe where it turns out that, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Captain Marvel, um, where just how it ended in the movie, that it turns out that Nick Fury was actually a scroll. Mm-hmm. It turns out in Secret Invasion that that's exactly what happened. The scroll secretly invaded Earth. They, took the, they replaced tons the- of heroes across the Marvel Universe and nobody knew. Uh, until one of them died when they shouldn't have. I think it was Wolverine, if I'm not mistaken, in the story. Wolverine actually dies. And everybody's like, but Wolverine can't die. And then during the autopsy, they find out that it actually wasn't Wolverine. It was actually a scroll, which leads to everybody doubting if everyone else is actually who they say they are. Woo! Because it turns out this scroll has been imp- had been impersonating Wolverine for like the better part of a year and some change or something like that. And so it turns out that a lot of heroes are actually scrolls, and that leads to a secret invasion and a war and all kinds of other stuff. <gasps> yeah. This sounds like, okay, I am really interested in this now. Yeah. Um, on top of that, Moon Knight is in the works. That I'm excited about. Um, along with She-Hulk. Uh, the She-Hulk movie or TV show should be really interesting because Abomination and the Hulk are both going to be making appearances. The actor Mark Ruffalo will be back as the Hulk for the show and the actor, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but the actor who played Abomination uh, in the Edward Norton Hulk movie will be reprising his role as Abomination for the She-Hulk TV show. Nice. Um, You're welcome, uh, everybody that is a She-Hulk fan. Right. Ant-Man 3 has been confirmed. It's going to be called Ant-Man 3 Quantumania. Kang the Conqueror will be Appearing in that movie, who, if you don't know, Kane the Conqueror is a time-traveling villain that has plagued the, the Avengers off and on for quite some time. A lot of people felt like Kane the Conqueror should probably be the next 
uh, phase five, like six or seven, whatever, big bad, just like Thanos was just across like Thanos, the first the next yeah. Thanos. Um, but they feel like Kang should be, but we'll see exactly how well he goes moving from Ant-Man to other stuff. Um, and then, of course, everybody is back for Ant-Man. Paul Rudd, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and all of them, they're all going to be back. And there's going to be a new actress playing an older version of his daughter in Ant-Man 3. Of, is Cassie Lang. Oh, wow. She's going to be older. Well, um, he was gone for... Well, no, because she was still a kid in Ant-Man 2. So. And then, you know, she was, she was older in Endgame when he comes back. Right. So, yeah. That's yeah. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then on another front, they have announced, uh, some other original series, uh, Baymax, Zootopia Plus, and Tana, Tina, Tiana, Tiana, who is the princess from, uh, Princess, princess and, the and the Frog, will be getting, and Moana. A, um, well, those are all coming 2022 as Disney original series. Moana's not coming until 2023. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so we'll be getting those three in 2022, which is going to be interesting to see Baymax come back Yay! and how they're going to do that. You know, a lot of people thought they should have made a sequel to Big, Big Hero 6, but they instead they did a the TV show. And the TV show was okay. Right. It was a bit... Eh. Eh. It was whelming. Right. <laughs> I was whelmed. I was just whelmed. <laughs> um, in case you have not heard... Spider-Man 3 is indie works and it seems like everybody and probably yo mama is, is going to be movie. in that damn movie. Oh my God. It's like the Batman movie all over again. Uh, we have confirmed <laughs> that of course it's going to be, you know, Tom is going to be Spider-Man and then his, all his cast of characters are going to be back. But then there's also going to be, um, Toby, right. Uh, Toby and his, uh, Gwen Stacy, Kristen Dunst are going to be back for the movie. Um, we're getting Doc Ock for the movie. It is now rumored that Green Goblin, uh, the original Green Goblin, William from, Defoe from Toby's movie is going to be and back. Sandman are rumored to be back in talks to join the movie as well as, um, Jamie Foxx as Electro in the movie. So the going theory is that the Spider-Man three movie is going to be a, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse slash Sinister Six movie is what it's looking like it's going to shape up to be. Because with Electro, Doc Ock, and if Green Goblin and the Sandman all show up, that's four villains. Two shot if we get Craven the Hunter and say maybe Venom or whatever, or whoever, and then that'll give us the six, and we'll have a Sinister Six on top of three different Spider-Men in the movie. Everybody is going to be in Spider-Man. Uh. <laughs> Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. If you're not, if you weren't in the Batman, you were in Spider Man 3. (laughs) Like, literally, Hollywood has just snatched up all the actors and divided them between those two teams. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Disney Animation has teamed up with a pan African entertainment company. That? Coigula. Yes. If I'm pronouncing that right, probably not. They are Nigerian. pretty much unknown amateur animation company that is in partnership with Disney. Not just Disney buying them out and hiring them on or whatever, but they're actually or in buying partnership. Or whatever. They've had a couple of Kickstarters and a webcomic that they've done and they got that, they've got the attention of Disney and they're going to be partnering up with them to bring us some stories from pan, actual Pan-African stories done by actual people who live in the area about this futuristic... Um, 
African you, nation. Yeah, an African utopian nation looks like. Right. Um, there's been a lot of people who have likened it to Wakanda, but we're really hoping that there's going to be enough of a difference that it's not going to feel like just a copy of that. Um, right. The art looks amazing. They have done a fantastic job with character and costume design from what we could see from the... Um, the one little the art poster yeah, that stuff. he showed. Um, I'm excited to see what they're going to be able to do with this. Oh, yeah. I I really like it, and I, and I feel like it's an opportunity to welcome some actual African lore and mythos to the Western culture because there's not enough of that here for people to really grasp onto, you know. Right, and give them an actual understanding of what it's actually like. Right, and, and to actually feel a connection to, you know, this um, this mythology and this, you know, culture and stuff like that. The same way we do with, like, Asian cultures and... Things of that nature. Yeah. Right. So I think it's going to be pretty good. I think it's going to be interesting um, because of that. But then, at the same time, not to be left out as far as working with people of color or bringing people of color to the forefront... Uh, DC has been making, you know, changes and strides and putting people of color at the forefront. You know, we all know that there is the president Superman, you know, uh, and I think it's like Earth 43 where Superman is actually African-American and he's mm -hmm. also the president of the United States. Yeah. Um, and, and there is a Wonder Woman that is also African-American. That is his wife. Maybe. in that. Oh, I'm, th I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about. <laughs> um, then, you know, we also have Wallace West, who's an African-American kid flash. Um, and then. If you haven't been, it's on issue nine right now. Far Sector, really great Green Lantern comic book, which are Jonah Joe Mullinen, who is an African American Green Lantern. So you know someone other than just John Stewart. Mm. Um, she's in the forefront. She is going to be a member of the Justice League when DC's event that starts in January next month, Future State happens. She is going to be a member of the Justice League. Um, on top of that, we get a new Batman in Future State, Tim Fox, who is. Far if I remember correctly, the grandson of Lucius Fox from Batman lore. And Which then we would also make him the son of Lucius Fox's yeah. Well, Lucius Fox's son also became Batwing. Batwing. Right. And so make him the son of Batwing. Um and then there's also Nubia, who is going we're gonna be getting a new Wonder Woman, African American yeah. Wonder Woman. Uh so you know Nubia, those whoops ass. Right. So we're we're getting those people of color and those, you know, and then DC takes it a step further with um one of the one of death metal death metal stories uh, death or that's out right now is the stories from the multiverses where it's from Earth Eleven, where Teen Justice is a you know kind of a change up on the Justice League Teen Titans kind of title or whatever, um, and so we have in in that story we have Supergirl who is Laura Kent, who is mom is you know Lois Lane and I'm assuming Clark Kent because I haven't got to the story yet but. Um, but she, instead of it being a super boy on the team, it's a super girl. And she's Laura Kent. Robin is Talia Wayne, who is the daughter of Bruce Wayne and Talia Agu, obviously. Right. Uh, Kid Quick is the non-binary child of Jesse Quick. Mm -hmm. uh, Jess Chambers. And so the name is Jess Chambers. And so the non-binary, which again is one of those things, there's a non-binary character in right. a comic book showing representation. Uh, Aqua Girl was uh, Jackie Hyde. Then there is Clarion the Witch Girl. Mm -hmm. And instead of Donna Troy, there's Donald Troy. Um, so they're making those kind of changes. They're showing yes, that representation. And, 
and the and that's an interesting thing because when he mentioned that Donald Troy, um, they actually changed it up like with the lore of the Amazons in this world where they actually had came out and become a part of man society much earlier. So they were actually men in the Amazon culture. So they've opened up the door to. Right. All right. We're down to the last like five minutes. Okay. <laughs> Quickly get these in. Then that'll actually be everything on the list. Uh, Willow is getting an original series. They're bringing it back onto Disney Plus, starring uh. with Warwick Davis in 2022. So the original Willow uh, will be back. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 is coming out. It will be closing the character. Harrison Ford will be reprising the role as the Indiana Jones time. for the very last time to bring the character home in his own words. Um, Mass Effect is going to be getting a re-release. Uh, so it's gonna, and they dropped a mini trailer teaser for all of that. If you haven't seen it, uh, I don't think it is, I think it's been posted in the group, so give it a look. And also, there is going to be a Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur cartoon. That was the last thing I actually just lose her mind. The last thing I picked up on and added it on the bottom of the list, so it wasn't with all the Marvel stuff. But Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur will be getting a cartoon. Kylie is going on to Disney go Plus. ballistic. Um, so, uh, that is, that is everything. And I know that was a lot to get in and we fit it all in inside of an hour. We actually is did the entire... Is that out in 2021 as well? I think so. I don't, I have to double check to see what the release date is, but yeah, it is, it is on the slate of stuff that is to come out with everything else. Okay. Backing up, backing up, backing up, backing up. We're down to said... like the last like three minutes. Okay. Well, I just have to get this in here. I'm apprehensive about Willow. I love that movie. And so that's all I'm going to say about that. Mad Monaghan. <laughs> I oh, Val Kilmer. Man, we need to watch that movie. Um, I haven't yeah. seen the movie in years and years and years. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. I'm apprehensive because I love that movie and it's a cherished, cherished childhood movie. Childhood movie for a lot of people. Yeah. So I'm glad Warwick Davis is going to be back. So we'll see how it all pans out. That's all we can really do. Yes. You know. Um, so that was that was a lot, you guys. But uh, thank you for sticking it out with us. Right, you made and it to the end. We, are, um, we apologize for the month delay between episodes. We are going to get better about this. And yeah, and we'll try this. to throw in another one before the end of the year. We do try to do a New Year's episode, even though that was a lot of information that could have been a New Year's episode. But I didn't want it to get old because it's it's already been five days since all that information dropped on the internet. Right, and there's probably and all the of world. you that know that. Right, and I know some of this you've probably listened to in other places, but I want to thank you guys for joining us and yes. listening to us talk about it. And don't get me wrong, we will cover this again and talk about our stuff as new stuff comes up and new information is given. And we will, of course, give you what we feel and what we think about each and every piece of this information <laughs> as it comes out to us and becomes available. Make and, no mistake. And feel free to also leave your own comments. Drop us a line. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you would like to us to talk about or what you want to hear about. And exactly. Anyway, thank y'all for listening. So as always, until next time, it is I, C-Dub. And me, Kitty. And until next time, you guys, all you outcasts out there, stay good to each other and to yourselves. And outcasts, always stay, stay united. united.